Well, hello, and welcome back to another FACT Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, I know it's been a week or so since we've done an episode. I've had some family in from California and been very busy trying to finish up my training for the World Championships coming up in just under a week and a half. And, you know, running around with the kids, college tours, that kind of thing. So it's been, you know, normal, busy life. But I thought I would uh, do a quick one here on this Thursday. And this is stimulated. This is brought about. This is in response to a video that a good friend of mine, um, Dr. Brian, did um, on his Facebook page. And Dr. Brian does some great shout out to Dr. Brian. Um, Great content early in the morning. I don't, he's just amazing that at 6, 6.30 in the morning, he's, he's full on ready to go and serve the community. But he had talked about changing your filters, changing your filters in the house. It is cold now in Minnesota. We're on our way to winter. We've already had some snow that's stuck to the ground for a few hours. And that was only in October. So he said you have to change your filters on your furnaces. A lot of people have um, not only AC, but also their heat all work on the same ducts. And he's saying, well, you know, you've had that running all summer long. All that dust and dirt. You don't want to recycle dirt and dust. Bad for your lungs. Bad for your immune system. Bad for your sinuses. Bad for everything. So put in some new filters. And what struck me, of course, I get metaphoric all the time, and I'm like, well, we need to change the filters in our minds, our minds. How we see the world probably is more urgent than the ones on our AC heat units, on our furnaces. Probably what's more important for a successful life, happiness, passion for what you're doing, is make sure you have the right filters on your mind. Now, Fred, why would I want to filter out the environment? Let me choose everything. Well, we've said it in many podcasts before, and I try to explain how the human mind works, that, you know, your brain is three, three and a half pounds of jello floating in Gatorade that runs on efficiency. Efficiency for energy, ATP, glucose, if you will, It actually runs on some ketones too, but energy sources. And it also likes to run efficiently in the wiring and how it, it, uh, the connections made in the brain, the neurons and how they connect. So your brain's this biological organ, you know, created and run on efficiency. And your mind is a construct by the brain that relies on continuity, continuity. Consistency is a good word, but I like continuity. Everything has to line up. So I've given the example of how I bought uh, my youngest, the 16-year-old, a red Infiniti. It's a nice little sporty-looking car. But I never knew what an Infiniti was. I really didn't know what the logo was. I'm usually a Ford or Chevy guy. Um, I had a Toyota once. And so, you know, understanding all these other logos, I'm like, have no clue. And once I got that infinity for Callie, my 16-year-old, 
all of a sudden I see infinities everywhere. I see the logos, I see the style of the car, I even see some that are pretty close to um, the year and make and model of the one I got, Cali. What does that mean? Were those infinities, those cars on the road, the day before I bought the car for Cali? Of course they were. But my mind filtered it out. I was seeing those cars. The object was hitting the retina. It was going to the visual cortex. It was going to areas for processing. But it would go through different areas and it would be filtered out because it wasn't important. It wasn't relevant. It wasn't... It's, there wasn't a sense of continuity and consistency for my mind to work with. It didn't matter, in other words. Or at least my mind in the program it was running said it didn't matter. That's important because it's pretty much similar to if you see a glass half full, is it half full or half empty? Well, there's been arguments for centuries over that. Depends how you look at it. Depends on your perspective. And I'm not going to disagree with that. What I will say is that if you look at the water, did you look at the glass? Is it a big glass, a small glass? Is it on a table? Is it water? Is it clean water? Is it seltzer water? You have to see the other things there too. If you want to change your life and you want to change how you think, you, you, there's many people that come into my clinic to say, oh, Dr. Clary, I'm depressed, or I'm anxious, or my life sucks, or my fourth marriage, I have all these bad things happen to me. And I would tell them, well, you know, changing how you think is not going to mean bad things are not going to continue to happen. You're still going to have repercussions for any bad behavior. You're going to still have repercussions for bad behavior others have done toward you. Yeah, that's not fair. If someone steals your money or steals your car or a couple employees, um, co-workers don't like you and they talk to the boss and you may lose your job, nothing because you just have a different personality they don't like. You may be too happy for them. You may be too sad for them. They may not like the color of your skin, your creed, your religion or how you dress or how you talk. You know, humans can be very dark and, and mysterious and you know, run by the green monster of jealousy. And so you still have those repercussions, but seeing the world and how you deal with it is the job of the filtering in your mind. I'm always amazed at how my wife can always roll over big, hard things and, and not get caught up into the narrative and the story of where it could go. Because you could worry about everything 24-7. And she just keeps going forward and looking, okay, what good can come out of this? What good can come out of that? Well, that's a filter. That's a filter she possesses where no matter what happens, we're still moving forward. It's a beautiful one to have. You know, I wish I was coached by her in high school, athletically. But imagine that filter, always looking for a way to learn. Or, you know, oh, you got rose-colored glasses, you see the world so happy. Well, you're right. There's nothing wrong with that. Because guess what? Even if bad things happen to you, if you have a positive attitude and you work hard at it, you're going to have a better outcome through the mess 
than if you sit there sucking your thumb in the corner and crying, right? So how do we change these filters? Well, there's a passive way and an active way. And let's, I'll just give you a few of them. And I'm sure people would DM me on many more. I, you know, I'm, I don't own a monopoly on this knowledge. But so how do we change our filters in our mind? Actively, number one, who you hang around. You know, with me, I try to hang around people, my uh, powerlifting team, that are positive. They're looking to push me so I do the best I can do. The other day, I messed up a little bit on a lift, and one of my, one of my uh, um, teammates almost threw a chair at me to get me to wake up and say, look, you need to focus and concentrate. Those are the people you need in your life that are focused. Fred, you got two weeks to the world. What's wrong with your focus? Wake up. I'm going to hit you with this chair. Now, I'm not advocating violence. I'm using that as a true thing that happens in our crazy team, where we push each other to the brink of tears, to the brink of yelling, to the brink of emotional um, discharge like anger. And guess what? I think in 2020, we sent... Oh, five people to the world championships and came home with eight medals. Five people, eight medals. Do the math. That's not bad. So constantly pushing forward, obviously, will get you farther in life, your finances, and your romances, in whatever you decide to do. Focus on being the top you can be. Get those people around you that are like that. Well, I really don't have any friends like that. And here's the hard part. Get a set of new friends. I'm not saying dump your old friends. What I'm saying is you want to spend major time with people that can positively influence you in a major way. And you want to spend minor time with those that negatively influence you. Yes, I said it. Sometimes that's family members. If, and it's usually parents, I hate to slam them being a parent, you know, of many kids. But sometimes parents, you know, they release the problems they have on childhood on their own child. So if no one really went far, if they stumbled and, you know, they couldn't become the airplane pilot they wanted to be or astronaut or NFL quarterback or whatever they wanted to be, they take it out on their kids and not push their kids to go forward. That's not healthy. What you have to do sometimes is remove yourself from people that have negative influences. And sometimes it's people we love a lot, but out of no fault on their own, they are working through their own emotional trauma with you. And if you wait till you're 50 or 60 to figure that out, if you're trying to do athletically, you've missed your peak. If you're trying to do stuff financially, you missed your peak. And if you're trying to do stuff in relations, romance, you've missed your peak. You want to be able to hang out and get people around you that are the top. Here's another thing you do actively. Not only put positive people around you, but study. Research and study the winners. Now, I'm lucky. We, in our, in our family, we know some of the top powerlifters in the world, some of the top bodybuilders in the world. And we can hang with them and get information. And how do they train? How do they eat? How do they think? What is their day-to-day -day life like? What do you need to know? How do you do that? What's the secrets? You know, they had that 
that movie that came out in the book called The Secret, which was more about manifesting, basically fake it till you make it and talk about it. I want a Cadillac. I want a Cadillac. Wow, Cadillac shows up. That really doesn't work like that. But what it does do is change your filters. You start looking for the Cadillac where before you were looking for the Ford Focus. You have to put those people around you that have been there before. Hang out with champions. So, if you're looking to improve your finances, find someone who, you know, started from nothing and built up an empire. Hang out with them. Well, I don't know anybody like that, friend. It'd be too hard to figure out. Then go to the bookstore. There's plenty of biographies and autobiographies on how to do it. Some of these business people have actually written books, not on their lives, but how they did it. Step one, step two, step three. These books have been around for over 100 years. I mean, Dale Carnegie wrote his big book in what, the 1930s? It's crazy. And people aren't buying those books and reading them. The information's there. So, actively, if you want to change the filters in your mind, hang out with winners and read and go find the top people, the winner, the number ones, the number twos, and whatever you're looking at and read those books. If you want to be a better cook, you get a Betty Crocker cookbook, don't you? If you want to be a cook, you, you watch episodes of, you know, Julia Childs, right? You watch the French cook. You watch the cooking channel. That's what you do. Well, what if you want a better romance, you know, a better life at home? Read the books on parenting. Read the books on emotional control. Read the books about, you know, connecting with your significant other. That's the powerful way to change things. And there's another active thing you can do to change your filters. Monitor yourself. Self-inspection every day. Look at yourself every day and say, okay, what did I do? In powerlifting and bodybuilding, you have a exercise log and a food log. You're dieting all the time. You're writing those things down. You're checking those things out. You're going in the mirror. You're sending, you know, pictures to your coach. Hey, here's a video of my squat. What does that look like? You're constantly getting feedback. So monitor your results because if you start to get off the path, you can easily pull back if it's only been a day or a week. But if it's been a couple months, you've wasted some time and that frustration monster will give it to you. The next thing you can do to change the filters in your mind is passive, basically, is watch what you listen to. Watch what you watch. I don't like horror movies. I don't like slasher films. Not that I really think there's a person running around with a hockey mask and a knife I mean, if someone came like that at me, I'd be able to take care of them. I'm like, oh my goodness, why don't you have a gun? You know, so, you know, it's Halloween season and there's all these slasher films and things to make you scared. I don't want to be scared. Why would you watch stuff passively like that and get into your mind? Put things in about winners. Watch movies. Listen to music. Listen to positive things that excite you. Music that makes you want to dance and groove. Always surround yourself passively with things that are positive for you. Listen to your favorite music. Have that stuff going on in the background. If you're not a big music person, have TED Talks going all the time. And 
blogs in the background about positive thinking and different positive things. Listen to books on tapes of autobiographies and biographies of your favorite people in the world. Listen to that positive stuff. Listen to things, watch things where someone goes rags to riches and can turn around a complete hardship or trauma or tragedy. That is how you change your filters. Study what you want to be good at. Study what you want to be good at. I know I decided to become a bodybuilding judge. And again, and it had been several years since I had judged. I spent that whole summer watching bodybuilding contests because there was new divisions I didn't know anything about. So I didn't think about it. I didn't write things out. I just started watching it, watching the placings just in the background all the time, you know, where I'm not really focused on what was on the TV on YouTube. And guess what? It allowed me to pass the test and become a bodybuilding judge again. How's that? By immersing yourself, steep yourself in what you want to do. And here's the last thing, which is active, but also passive. Pick a direction. You can't be saying, you know, I want to go to this school today and a week later I don't want to go to school or uh, I want to go to this church today and then I don't. You have to give something time to work. If you're making a cup of tea, which is hot water and what? Some tea leaves. It takes time. You have to steep it at least for 5, 10, 15 minutes and let it cool. Why? Because the tea leaves have to diffuse the tea into the water. It takes time. It takes time to get in shape physically. It's going to take time to get in shape mentally. If you're trying to become a great lover or romantic, it's going to get time to change your ways of being. Focus on who you want to be, not what you missed. Focus on the prize. Focus on the target. They all, you always notice that when someone's playing darts, or shooting a bow and arrow, archery, when they're having, you know, I loved watching the Olympic archery this summer, because I think the, the South Koreans won, and just their focus and whatever, and their, their detail to efficiency. You know what was amazing? They weren't focused on the outer ring. They focused on dead center bullseye every time. Now, did they hit it every time? No. Wind came up slight movement of their finger or elbow no one could see their breathing pattern changed just a little bit and it was just amazing they usually hit pretty close to the bullseye but they didn't hit the bullseye by focusing on the outer rings get your mind off the outer rings and focus on the bullseye and you will get there i always tell people if you want to be a state champion focus on doing nationals and worlds because the state will be easy. And if that's all you want to do is state, you'll hit that easily. But if you focus on just the state, if that's your bullseye, it's going to be hard to reach. Do you understand what that means? You need to overfocus. You need to focus on the world championships. You need to focus on the national championships. And that'll get you to state champion or regional champion if that's all you can do. Focus on performing on the biggest stage ever. And when you don't reach that, you're still going to hit the goals you thought about. And happiness will follow. Passion for what you do in life will follow. Change your filters in your mind. 
Start surrounding yourself today with those things that you really want out of life. And then your body and your mind, fueled by your central nervous system, would do the rest. And this has been another Fact Podcast.